Quest Gaming Network is proud to present Minecraft Off the Record. Hi everybody, welcome back to Minecraft Off the Record for episode number 43. I am Joe the Widget Wilson and I'm joined by my fellow hosts, David Dienforce, the Banhammer Adams. <laughs> hey everybody, hey Joe, how you doing? Doing fantastic, I, I miss ha- doing the happy show. Happy Easter. Yeah, happy Easter to you too. It is Easter Sunday and I was yes. out all day for the, with, my, with my kids, it was great. Um, let me see here, we had a hiatus last week. Because myself and Dave were out in PAX East having a blast. We looked for a Minecraft booth, but they didn't have anything. All they had there was the shaft, and we said, <laughs> right, and went off to do other things. So, um, <laughs> Actually, I, I saw Dorkly there, and they were selling Minecraft swords. Yeah, and the pickaxes, I saw a kid walking around with a head. Yeah, that was pretty neat, having Dorkly there selling the Minecraft paraphernalia, but... No Minecraft, from as far as I could tell. If they were there, they were hidden pretty well. Even more so than Blizzard was. Yeah. So we were gone last week. We are back this week. And I believe Dave will be not on the show next week. No, I I actually have to go out of town for something I promised a long time ago. So, unfortunately. All right. Um, (laughs) And joining us, as always, is Dan the Man, Boontini Wilson. Hey everybody! Glad to be back for another week. I I I didn't miss you all during the last week, but we're back. So you know, we do a Minecraft show, Dan. So usually you have to be in Minecraft. I was. I was debating if I should even you know bring you on the show today, but um. <laughs> Love you, Dan. All right, and joining us as always, guesting again because he's awesome, Mr. Michael, aka Lesnad. Greetings, all. Always fun to be back. And joining us today on his trial shot at becoming a potential full-time host with Quest Gaming Network, Mr. Aaron. Hey, guys. Uh, glad to be here, and uh, I'm really looking forward to what's going to happen. I, I, I forgot your in-game name, because I'm such a douche with names. Uh, it's uh, Macardia. That's the one I was looking for. I'm sitting there looking through chat going, where is it? I don't see it in the <laughs> server. <laughs> you better not be on the server. I'll kick you out of the call right now. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, we got a show to do. And today's show is brought to you by TweakedAudio.com, the best earbuds on the market, hands down. Great prices. And you can even drop it down 30% off their already low price by entering the code at checkout off the record. Do that. 30% off your order. Free shipping worldwide, lifetime warranty. You can't get better. They are awesome. Um, they are breakable. Dan broke his pair, so we'll have to get those replaced. But they're very, very hard to break. And if 
it took Nan several months to break them, which is a record. Normally they last about two days for headphones, so that's a good thing. Yes, Dan, I just knocked you. Anyway, tweakedaudio.com. <laughs> off the record is your code, 30% off your order. Can't go wrong. We're also brought to you by guildlaunch.com, the best guild and, let me see, guild or group, gaming group, website hosting on the planet. Go to guildlaunch.com, get your free website, your free account up and running. They offer outstanding packages for their premium, starting at $7 a month, very cheap. They offer tons and tons of voice options. First, voice server options like Ventrilo, TeamSpeak, Mumble. They are phenomenal. We are going to be doing a Minecraft off-the-record page as soon as I get remember to get around and doing it. And I'll give you more information on that, but they are phenomenal. I have experimented with their page, and I love it. Guildlaunch.com Alright guys, we have a show to do. We have a lot to happen in the last two weeks. So much on the server that I couldn't remember everything. So I wrote down as much as I could, but before I get into the server... We got other things to get into. Um, one of the big things I want to mention right off the bat is we've had a lot of issues with having to reprimand people on the server for different things. We've been getting more people. So the admins and myself wanted to reiterate the server rules for you guys. And basically under a post it says, server rules and what you can be banned for. <clears throat> so yes, these are bannable offenses. First rule, no mods. The only mods that we permit any on any QGN server, period, is Ray's minimap, which we do highly encourage to use. It works fantastic for the adventure server. And Optifine. Optifine is, is a mod that allows that basically increases performance on Minecraft, but doesn't do any cheats. Any other mod, any, anything that affects chat, anything, anything at all, is a bannable offense. And yes, we can find out. So... Uh, if you are caught flying or floating, you will be only warned once to give it a shot to turn it off before a ban is issued. Once a ban is issued on our servers, you can never come back. Plain and simple. No going out of bounds into the open world. Do not go out of your way to find exploits. We get a lot of people who say when we find them going out, Oh, I just wanted to make sure that you guys, I found them so that no one else will find them. And you know, mind you, they were out and about raiding secret or secret and private uh, admin areas that do exist out there and stealing stuff from it. That person was very lucky they were not banned on the spot by Dave because he's the one that found them and then had the, had the Naz to basically to explain to me he was trying to find exploits so that we could fix them. If you're looking for exploits on purpose, you're going to do something bad and you're going to get issued a warning. We will warn you twice um, at least. Uh, and we will remove your entire inventory if we catch you out of bounds on the spot. That, that actually needs <clears throat> to be our first step. If we catch you out of bounds, you're going to have your inventory cleared. Wiped out. That's going to be your warning. Yep. No matter what you have on you, any of the weapons and legendary armor you may have, we'll go bye-bye. Um, um, if you do find a way out, get back in bounds and tell a someone to get you back inbounds. If, you if you're stuck out of bounds, forward slash kill command works wonders to get you right back. You don't lose your inventory. And tell an admin right away, and we will be sure to fix that issue. Um, so, it is a bannable offense. After a couple warnings, your inventory will be wiped. Dave, anything else on that? Well, the, the big thing is, is the admins are working on making more areas for you to play in. 
We we may bring someone out to an area to test it, but unless you're specifically asked, hey, can you test and make sure you can't get out of this area, then you're not acting as a white hat to test the area. You're trying to get out, which is exactly... I mean, it's an adventure server. It's made to be set within guidelines. Mm -hmm. And intentionally trying to break those guidelines isn't trying to, to... glitch out the server it's it's not what, what's expected of the players so uh, all admins are hearing this and they know the rules on this and they will be sure to enforce it also and you don't ever know when an admin's watching you guys because you can't always see when we're online I'm online quite a bit without people knowing so we can we have ways of hiding ourselves on the server where you don't see us in the person list you don't see us period yeah, I actually found out I was doing that by accident, too. It's it's by default. Yeah, I found out, like, I was trying to talk to someone. I found out not only was I talking in the wrong chat, but I was also invisible, so they didn't even know I was talking to them or even there. <laughs> so I was like, damn it, I don't even know how to do this. So I gave up. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> and I do watch, I do have a lot of server background securities that tell me a lot of goodies. So be warned. Uh, no language in chat. This the QGN servers. All QGN servers are family friendly, G PG rated only. So no foul language, no profanity in chat. You will be only given three warnings maximum before a ban is issued. Uh, Can do you <clears throat> yeah. mind if we also extend that to being outstandingly rude to other players, even without the use of profanity? We don't need this to be a hostile environment. If if it becomes a hostile situation, we're going to give a warning for it. If someone, you know, took your weapon or killed or, you know, did you wrong somehow, just find an admin. We will be more than happy to take care of that issue. As long as it's a worthwhile issue. If it's something really retarded, we might just kick you from the server. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Do not use the chat for language or profanity, period, or to be... A douchebag to other players, as they put it. Be nice. Be Give nice. Hugs. Be nice. It's not all rainbows and ponies, I know, but still. I, I'd be okay with rainbows and ponies. It'd be bad. <laughs> <laughs> if a new exploit is discovered that an admin is not aware of, and you are caught using it without telling an admin, a ban will be issued on the spot without warning. Plain and simple. Uh, using mob spawners to, in quotes here, farm, or making an artificial mob spawner, such as stone and water, is a bannable offense. It, I'd like to go on record and say that we've actually banned exactly for that before. Um, in fact, that was the, the first and only time we've ever lifted a ban, and guess what? Dude came right back, did the same thing again, got banned, and now we're never making that mistake twice. Yeah, exactly. That was never going to happen again. So those are the basic rules. Um, if if you try to even, you know, find a loophole in those rules, you know, we don't get very lax in that kind of stuff. So we want to have the best... The reason we have these rules in place is to make the best and most fair playing environment for our players. We're getting more and more players literally every day. So we want to make sure that it's a friendly, welcome environment. And... Um, those people who go out of their way to help new players, to do stuff for them and show them around, we do 
congratulate and oftentimes reward. So just to let you guys know, that's what the rules are. So now it's in verbal record, I guess you can say. Anyway, before I go any further, Dave, we got some news. What's the first on the list? Oh my goodness, news. Um, okay. First off, we have to remind everybody that we haven't done a show in like two weeks. So the first thing actually comes from the 19th, almost like exactly after we did our last show. Um, I know this one. (laughs) This is the one that's going to make Joe angry. Um, we're we're, the 19th isn't the one that's going to make Joe angry, but the next news thing will make Joe angry. Um, the first thing, the 1.5.1 pre-release snapshot came out. All that it says is, we finally managed to locate and fix the reported performance issues of 1.5, so now it should at least be similar to the performance of 1.4.7. The only bullet point I could find that's actually a bullet point and not a bug fix is improved performance. Alright, let's go ahead and move on to number two as well. Okay, here's where Joe's about to rant and rave. My knuckles are cracked. (laughs) <laughs> He's frothing at the mouth already. I, I know. Just, just let me get through the news before he starts throwing things. Anyway, <laughs> on the twenty first, one point five point one official release. Uh, that's like one week after one point five. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm just making sure Joe's cool with it. All right, the protocol is the same as one point five, so players can connect to the servers that are still running one point five. So it's all good, but some general things that came out with this one. Improved performance. More FPS to bring it back to the levels that it was in 1.4. Minecraft Realms was officially announced with improvements and changes. Blocks and items. Enchanted books can now be combined to raise their enchantment level or combine multiple enchantments on a single book. When combining two enchantments for a higher level variation, the player's requires two of the same level enchanted book. They are still subject to the normal enchantment levels. Hoppers now take empty buckets out of furnaces fuel slots. Alright, you guys ready for this? <laughs> Let me see, I'm gonna queue up the thing here. Come on back, No, no that's the wrong one. <laughs> Brace for impact. That's the right one. No, she just wants to Shoot me in the face! In the <laughs> face! Do it! Shoot me in the face! Thank you! Alright, so I just got finished panicking for a week, getting the servers ready to go, primed, and what do you do, what do they do? They drop another update on me. I thought, okay, it's this minor update. But sure enough, it broke half my mods. So, right after a week, after one week, they do this to me. Why? Why? How did this break? And you know what the actual issue is? It is not Minecraft. It actually relates to Bucket. My biggest rant of all. I have a story for you guys on this, too. So, yeah, anyway, I I, uh, got the servers up and running. You don't understand what it's like for me when I have to... When something breaks on server, I break out in cold sweats. I'm sucking down Mountain Dews like they're nothing. Like they're candy. Just (laughs) trying to get everything worked out so where I get the servers as good as possible, as fast as possible, without any issues. Alright, it's been over two weeks. We don't have Slash Effect. What the hell, Bucket? And I look at every single day, every hour, I am on Bucket's server, or Bucket's website, looking through their change logs. Where is my Slash Effect? It's been two weeks, and all they're doing is doing minor little fixes, like the hopper not doing one item, doing it the right way at the exact right time in the right environment. 
and we're missing slash effect, we're missing slash scoreboard. I went on their forums, and I did it calmly, in a raging kind of calm way. I was like, what the heck? Why didn't you guys tell us what's going on? It kind of has any kind of deadline would be fantastic. But And one of their admins came on and had the nerve to say, we have it out when we want it out. And what's it to you? What's it going to change to you if we give you a deadline? Oh, a lot, actually, in fact. I run a server. I run a show. So I am now bashing you because of your idiot admin who decided to be an idiot to me and, well, get that... What's the word I'm looking for, Dave? Um, the head too big for the door? That's actually is a, a pretty good way to put it. Yeah. Highly conceited. I don't care if it's an exact deadline. I would like an estimate just so that I don't have to go back to their their website every hour to look. would be fantastic. So I know, okay, well, I can get stuff prepared, and around this time we'll have it out available. It's been two weeks, not a peep. All it is is simple... And it's, it's even in the, um, not even in beta build yet. It's alpha build. And it's only minor little tiny changes they're doing. Little tiny stupid stuff, one little piece at a time. It's ridiculous. They need to do something about it. They have a lot of people who look, for, look forward to their servers. A lot of people who do unique servers, like what we do, that would, the slash effect command, for instance, would bring a whole new environment to our server. Oh my god, it would change so much. We have approximately 20 plus projects on hold on the server right now waiting for that effect. Yeah. In fact, every weight transport between areas will be updated when that slash effect comes in. And it will be a lot better for the players, a lot more fun, in fact, to run at 20 speed down a hallway. <laughs> I played with slash effect, guys, on normal player, on a single player, and it was so much fun. I showed it to Dan, too. I was putting myself at the maximum at um, 100 multiplier. Mind you, for each multiplier, it's 20% increase. I was doing 100, and I was timing myself. In 10 seconds, I ran 1,000 meters. In 10 seconds. Wow. What? <laughs> yes. Ten, se- 10 seconds? It was a blur. <laughs> so, like... Wow, no, that's just crazy. Widget on steroids. I was playing with a jump command, jumping 300 meters up in the air by hitting my space bar. And by the way, you do take fall damage using the jump boost. <laughs> so, that's but there good is to know. A, there, there is a way to counteract that. Yeah, water. And uh, you can give a player a special uh, pair of boots that'll make uh, falling... Uh, as normal as just jumping one block. Will, will that help against like thousands of feet falling, though? You, well, uh, with uh, enchantment books and the other stuff that the admins have access to through the server, yes, they can make it to where uh, you can have like feather falling ten on a pair of boots, and you yeah, can I jump don't like three hundred, jump three hundred meters, and not take a single. Yeah, no, see, I have an idea for a uh, Sonic the Hedgehog type level on the server where you're, you know, going at 20, at multiplier, like speed 20 down this course where you have, like, obstacles that come out of the blue, you have to jump. I've been testing a lot of stuff, and I have even set to where I, I know the exact height limit for multiplier 10 jump to where you have to do it exactly to land on the ledge properly. If you don't, you're, do- you're toast. But 
going at a high speed, having to jump at the right second, it can be, it can make you want to pull your hair out, but at the same time you'll be laughing and having fun at the same time, so why not, right? Having fun while destroying your haircut. Ah, oh, so, I do love Sonic. Yeah, Sonic's best. Alright, I, uh, that's, that's my rant for right now, because I could go a lot worse and use profound language, but we don't do that on this show, so... Bucket, get your act together, please. We all would appreciate it. So, Dave, anything else you want to mention about this news now that I went off course? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually kind of scared. I'm <laughs> Widget smash. Widget smash. Oh, widget angry. Oh. <laughs> um, no, I think that's that's it for the, the news of 1.5.1. So. All right, let's go ahead and get into some more fun stuff. Um, Aaron, you're new on the show. I want to know what your week was like in-game. Well, in-game, I pretty much uh, got really into the uh, adventure server for one of the first times. Um, I I uh, got a trophy, and uh, that was actually a, a really uh, high point for me because I've been trying to get trophies all week. And uh, Which one did you get? Uh, Gatekeeper's Favorite Arrow, I believe is what it's called. One of the hardest ones to get. Jeez. <laughs> it was actually the first time I found the gatekeeper, and uh, he dropped it, so I felt pretty lucky there. Um, I have been mainly fighting the lower bosses. I probably killed uh, Bully Bob a thousand times, um, <laughs> and I'm trying to save up for a personal player plot. Nice. Yeah, we, we're actually starting to run out of those a little bit, so i got to kind of build more. Uh, yeah, I better get up on it then. I want to get a luxury one, but I'm probably about only halfway there. We have one luxury single plot available. We have some of like the prime plots. They're not as big as the luxuries, but they're really nice land. i, I got to build more of them. It's just getting the right land. It, it takes me about maybe three hours to build five or six luxury plots. Yeah, I actually saw the inside of one. Um, one of the players took me on a tour today, and... Uh, if they're all like that, I mean, they're really nice setups. Yeah, they're like that. Just different environments sometimes. And through trading, I mean, people can even change their own environments within their plots. Yeah, pretty much. So, but yes, that was pretty much uh, my uh, week is mainly going around killing as many bosses as I can and uh, trying to die as little as possible. We want which is hard details, sometimes. man. Details. What do you liking about the server? What do you don't like about it? All kinds of stuff. We want to know. Okay, so what I really like is the stories. A lot of a lot of the zones, at least most of them, have uh, little books you can read, uh, as I'm sure most everybody knows. And I feel like that just kind of puts me into the quests that are in those zones like a little bit better. It kind of makes you want to complete them. Uh, and uh, something I don't like... Uh, uh, falling from the parkour challenge and dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about that. <laughs> I, I, I always have to remember to take off my boots when doing that one, otherwise they're just going to break down like instantly. Oh, uh, yeah, huh. Well, yeah, the, the that's the reason why I put like in the, the parkour courses that we have, like the parkour training area near the archery range. We have, what I added in the, the loot chest was the bronze... The silver and the gold boots of falling. Yeah, <laughs> I actually got I the, the brown boots one. Fallings. Oh, sorry, Dan. Go ahead. I actually got the bronze ones, and they help a lot 
whenever you want to go through those courses. You know, there's a... I'm sorry, there's a trophy from Chicken Little that you can get. Chicken Little's tail feather that's enchanted with Feather Falling 3. I believe if you hold it in your hand while doing parkour, you won't die as much. That'll be helpful, because I was about to say, yeah, those those, are... Silver, the silver boots of falling, mm-hmm. they do not help against Chicken Little at all, I found out. <laughs> yeah, nothing really does, considering he drops you like 250 meters. Yeah, watching people fight Chicken Littles is always enjoyable. The first time I didn't even know. I just thought it was a chicken, I hit it, and then I was like, what's happening? And then I, you know, fell to my death. Well, did you at least get the joke? Oh, this guy's falling? Yeah. Yeah, I got it. It was, th- and there's a there's there seems to be a lot of little Easter eggs like that throughout uh, the game. Yeah, I have a really weird sense of humor, <laughs> so most of that kind of stuff is my fault. I apologize. All right, Chicken Little, tiny. Oh, also, I've been loving doing the archery. Oh, I love I love archery so much in Minecraft. Those challenges. Every time, like when I saw the new ones near the uh, uh, admin arena. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was so happy. I'm like, sweet, new challenges. <laughs> Those ones I made a little bit harder than the other one. Oh, yeah, that last one, like, I've only ever done it once by myself. If you have some help, it's a bit easier. Okay, Aaron, if you like the archery range, what you need to do is go to the factory and uh, find the loot chests because it could give you a infinity boat so you don't have to keep on going and buying arrows to finish most of the archery PQ. challenge. Oh, well then, never oh, mind. Yeah, pew pew. Forget what like I said. One of the ultimate Which bows. is another little, you know, shout out, which I liked. <laughs> uh, there's uh, the best bow in the game currently drops off a of Reaper, and that's the uh, Bow of Legends. I probably won't be getting that. Uh, Reaper's a little out of my league right now. And I know that uh, Gatekeeper drops a really, really sexy one too. Also in the well, factory. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just about to say, well, then he held out on me. <laughs> he does that, the turd. Well, most of the bosses, like, their more rare, cool loot they drop is around anywhere from 8 to 15% drop rate. And that's one of the things that a lot of people don't understand. Like, if they fight a boss, there is a chance they could literally get nothing. There is hardly anything that's 100% drop rate on any boss. Yeah, I think I've run into that a few times where I've gotten either nothing or almost nothing. I, I, so it's it's a little disheartening, but you're like, oh, you know, it's all random. Yeah, I know it can be disheartening, but if it was like such a, a high drop rate for all this stuff, people wouldn't even care. Oh yeah, I mean it has to be done for balancing issues. All right, is there anything else we talk about on the server? Questions? Can someone show me? I don't think I found all the zones. Someone might have to give me a tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're hard. I, I tried to make it. I went through actually yesterday and tried to make things a little bit easier by giving signs. Like, if you go into the player housing area in Blocklessness, there's actually signs that give direction to different areas. I actually went through and made um, Sky Castle easier because it has two bosses that are two of the bosses that have never been beaten because no one gets up there to do them. I think Hmm. I did Sky Castle um, to... There was, like, a parkour part above a pit of lava. Mm -hmm. Um, I finished that, but I don't think I ran into any bosses because after I got that treasure, I think it was, like, 2 a.m., last night, and so I just got off. <laughs> yeah, well, forget this. I'm done. Yeah, I think there are three treasure chests in there and two bosses. Yeah, the bat boss is, is 
annoying as sin, but his area is one of the coolest areas in the game, I think, when it comes to, like, boss environment. Yeah, Vinroy did a great job on the entire castle, I think. Oh, yeah, he did. It's fantastic. I would love people to actually get up there and do it more. That's why I dumbed it down getting up to it. So there's now a direct ladder up instead of having to jump all the way up to the top. And where it used to be the ladders on the side of the wall, I tried doing that on my hidden character multiple times, and it made me want to pull my hair out. So I, I did a shortcut. You can still do the ladder thing if you're you know brave enough to do that, but I, I had a shortcut to get up to the castle easier so people can get into that environment and take that challenge on without having to worry about too much of just getting up to the castle. Yeah, I didn't know about that uh, new ladder that leads uh, up from the floor. I uh, was actually just doing the parkour jumps all the way up, and then someone's like, hey, you know there's a ladder right here. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Suck it. Yeah, I never understood why people had so much trouble with those jumps. I think it's because they look like they're all the same, but each one is just slightly different distance, so it throws people off. So, you know, <clears throat> parkour challenges are fun, but when you get an environment, we're trying to try to find that happy medium in a zone or an area where players can get to the bosses they want to get to or they can go to the parkour challenges they want to without having to like, okay, you have to go through this massive amount of parkour, get to a boss that's going to own you in two hits, and you have to go and do the parkour all over again. So we're trying to get that balance going on without frustrating. Um, like Originally when we were first setting everything up, there was quite a bit more hidden stuff and we've been slowly de-hiding things to make it so people can actually find them because apparently nobody could find some stuff. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Like, the. Anyway, um. Alright, so. Dan, I know you haven't been on the server much, but what have you been doing? Well, I have been on the server a lot, actually. Just like to point that out first. But, uh. When I am on, what I'm doing is. Uh. I have purchased a guild shop for. Uh, came to dig, and I have been working on in my plot, and have been brewing potions and growing ingredients for potions, and I'm selling those at our shop. I plan on ex- on expanding my little area that I have in my plot because I'm I'm going to be messing around with redstone and. Uh, I, I just want to make it a little bit cooler, like add in an, an alarm system and stuff Dan's like that. A, Dan's an NPC. Yeah. <laughs> what? Non-playable character. I, I know, but... <laughs> Alright, whatever. Saying, <laughs> but, yeah. I, I've just been brewing potions a lot, and... uh. Recently, I've uh, been doing the parkour challenges, which are a lot of fun, actually. Uh, with the bronze boots, I did the uh, the death parkour. I fell, and that saved me. I, I had, like, half a heart left after I fell, but... Because of the design of the course, I had to force slash kill in order to get out. And that just took me back to my guild plot, and I decided to give up on that. But I did every single one 
except for the uh, death parkour. So I am a parkour champ. I have a new parkour by the admin arena that you should give a shot. It was driving people nuts. I loved it. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna that one makes it. me... Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> no, go ahead. You were saying? Um, yeah, I, uh, I got up because how it works, I got past the first block and then past the second block again, and then I fell down. And I was like, I'm not doing this all over again. I don't want to give it away, but patience is a virtue. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of evil. Oh, yeah, you told me about that parkour. Oh, I did? Dang it. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't look forward to doing it, actually. I'm going to be but, adding... I have a lot of open area around the, the new archery and parkour area by the admin arena, so I'm going to be adding more archery challenges in the near future when I think of them. So look for that. Uh, what else have you been up to, Dan? I know you got the Minecraft Pocket Edition. What else? Uh, well, on the topic of Pocket Edition, I yeah, I got it, and uh, it's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of things that are different in Pocket Edition than there is in PC version. For example, if you want to make like, let's say, stone brick. There's something else that you have to make in order to do it. I mean, you can't just go to your crafting table and pop in the blocks and boom, stone brick. No, you have to craft a new block that's called a stone cutter and put it in there and that will allow you to create the stone bricks. There's just a whole lot more and a whole lot less at the same time into Pocket Edition. And right now, there's a few notable bugs, like uh, in your single-player game, if you want to go into the nether, it'll say, uh, please wait until everybody has entered the nether reactor. And it'll be like that for quite a while until it eventually won't let you go in. So it's a lot different than PC version, but I still... Enjoy it a lot. It brings back nostalgia, really, because it has all of the old sounds, all of the old uh, mechanics. As far as there is no hunger bar, you don't have to worry about that. If you want to regain health, you, all you have to do is just eat the food. It's different, but a good kind of different. Fair enough. Speaking of the uh, I gotta get my 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 head together here. For some reason, I can't talk today. Speaking of the Pocket Edition, Steve brought up to my attention today that there is an iOS app that allows you to play Minecraft Pocket Edition online. I'm not sure if you can connect into actual Minecraft servers with it or not because of the difference between the Pocket Edition and the actual edition, the real edition. Yeah, I would imagine that you couldn't. But. It's called Multiplayer for Minecraft PE. It does charge, so I'm not sure exactly how much it costs. Probably $0.99, cents, $1.50, give or take. American dollars, anyway. So check it out, guys. And speaking of Steve, he has a new riddle for us today, guys. And... 
There it is. Welcome back, fellow adventurers. Got another riddle lined up for you guys, but first off, I'm going to go over some highlights from last week's challenge and also state a few rules. To start off, Loopy DOA was the very first to solve the riddle very shortly after the show, so well done, Loopy. Billy Bob was then the first to acquire the Enchanted Sword, which I believe was named the Riddler. Couple of rules I need to clear up. If you figure out any passwords, riddles or challenges in the server, please keep them to yourself. It makes the server less of a challenge and less fun if players just get told how to do things. Uh, let's keep it a challenge for everyone. Plus, how good do you feel if you're the only one to solve something? Yeah, exactly. So anyway, let's get straight into riddle number four. Listen carefully. Step in the area, drenched in black, where monsters galore lie in wait to attack. What was once a land of education is now full of fear and bad reputation. The stars are erased along with the moon. Go search the room where there once was a tune. It's not like the others, I hope that you'll see, as inside the walls your first clue will be. Nice short one this week guys, and just so you know, I have built a riddle room at the main spawn, which is located next to Billy Bob's school, so if you need to reread the riddle, you can do so there. Good luck everyone, any suggestions please email the show, or you can contact me directly on Twitter at stevie8421, that's S-T-E-V-I-E-8421. Uh, oh, almost forgot, Pine Newman, if you tell me you solved the riddle one more time, I will kill you. Good luck guys! <laughs> <laughs> I will kill you. Oh. I get the feeling he's heard I've solved the riddle like 50 times from Pi. Yeah, a little bit. And I can definitely see that. And, um, yeah, I can see Steve just doing that forward slash slay command on him over and over again. <laughs> and I would laugh the entire time. This is for the first time, this is for the second time, and so on. Oh, spam slay is fun. Uh, slash Slay is so old school, if you really want to kill a player, teleport them 200 meters in the air. It gives them time to think about what they've done before they die. <laughs> <laughs> or go over a Miramax pit, fly over it about 200 meters up, and then drop them, so they fall 500 meters. <laughs> that reminds me of a Widget earlier this uh, weekend when he was uh, fighting... Uh, what was his name? Mac... He's on top of a really tall tower. Miramax. Miramax, yeah. And we could just hear you, like, saying, and isn't it sad that I could type while I'm falling <laughs> to the ground? And then it says the splat message for falling to the void. Yeah, I made sure I chatted every time I was falling. I think that's my favorite aspect of Miramac. It is a long fall. That was uh, yesterday, actually. We, I told the admins that instead of adding new content for right now, we should go and actually go survival, play the content play test it, that way we can fine-tune everything what we have already, make things better, prettier, more entertaining for the players, and then move on to adding new content, because these guys have me running rampant trying to code bosses, code loot chests. <sighs> Dave's the only exception. And no, Dave, I made you, I put you to work. Yeah, you did. Maybe dig a, a giant hole. Yes, we'll get into that in a minute, but I absolutely put you to work. Speaking of which, Dave, let's hear about it. Okay, uh, if you could do one thing for me, I'd love to cheat tease the chat room. If you could uh, show the chat room I included in today's notes. Yeah, they see it right now. Cool. Yes, chat room, I am building an area. And yes, just like Joe was saying, 
I had to have him dig a huge hole. That's because there's something in this huge hole. Just happens to be a lot of lava, but there's something else in this big hole as well. And that's what the entire zone that I'm building is going to be around. I'm, I'm really, I'm liking the way it turned out. I showed Joe right before the show, I kind of had this idea of like a double helix built down into the, the ground and then back up again. I'm, I'm expecting this area to end up very well. It, it's, it's fleshing out nicely. I don't it's know. A, what do you... It's a long, it's going to be a long build because the detail you're putting into it, but it's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. I, I always, that's my downfall is I end up putting more time and effort into the detail than the actual build itself. <laughs> well, if you actually decide to do any kind of um, slash effect areas, go ahead and build them in because by the time you finish this thing, slash effect might be out. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, it, it'll be a lot easier once I actually get the rooms in, because then we can figure out what exactly we want to put in each of them. Yeah, um, no more than three bosses. <laughs> um, we have, I, at last I'm count... I'm have ten rooms. I want a few puzzle rooms, I know for sure, just pure puzzle rooms. Maybe, maybe three bosses would work. What you guys do is crazy with just the uh, just the size of your guys' builds. I mean, I came from the 360 version, and it would just take way too long to do what you guys are capable of. World edit for the win. Uh, yeah, actually, the only thing world edited in my build is the hole that Widget made. I refuse to world edit unless I have to. Okay, this hole is a radius of 38 with a depth of 50. 52. So it's it's really deep, really, really big. It would take me, if I was doing it survival, I would still be doing like the first six layers. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would take forever. I mean, that that's that's why I love that I now have the, the PC edition. It's just you could do, do, do so much more. So much more. If we didn't have World Edit, we would not even have opened the server yet. We still probably working on the first two or three zones. Although mm-hmm. one thing I do like about the 360 edition is the crafting. It kind of tells you what you need. I am so lost in the PC crafting. I always have to look up, how do I make this? How do I make that? Yeah, if you go to the Minecraft wiki, they have a really cool list of everything that you can make and how to make it. Yeah, I remember when I first started out, I always had that open over on my second screen and just would wa- look at it constantly. Well, that's a good thing about uh, now that we are able to do this and uh, we're, op- we're opt. So we actually can go in and be in creative and just have everything at our fingertips. If I had to create everything for this build, if you look at that, if you look at the the, the bottom of my build, which I'm not going to tell you what it is yet, even though it's pretty obvious, um, there's a bunch of yellow blocks. Those are each gold blocks. I cannot imagine how many gold blocks I use, but I'm pretty sure that it would it would take a lot of time just to collect all that to put it together. There's no way. You know, if we were if we weren't in creative, my texture pack makes it makes that that area look so much cooler. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm definitely working only in the basic. I'm not even using uh, anything. Yeah, you've been doing it hand by hand except for the hole. Crazy yeah. craziness, Dave. 
Because I, I built that whole thing by hand, and I, I intend to continue the entire thing by hand. Well, even when it comes to World Edit, there's an art form to it. You just can't input commands and you know build blocks here and there. It doesn't work that way. It's actual art form to it. Right, let's not? Yeah. Uh, you can only do... Re- really, I can only do big stuff with World Edit. When you got to do the actual design stuff, that's all always done by hand. Oh yeah, every time. I know that I uh, I used to make Derek do a lot of my minion work, <laughs> copying and pasting things. Yeah, unfortunately he is no longer with the show or on the server. We do miss him. Yeah. I was lucky to have been trained by him before he had to go. We miss you, Emerald Wizard. I have... Uh, well, it's been great to see you actually on the server because I've been bugged nonstop by all the players. Where's Dave? Is he ever going on the server? Does he even even play Minecraft? I was yeah. I was really really waiting for this new uh, patch to go live, and even with the uh, bucket, I'm I'm still kind of waiting on slash effect to come in for me to put, do what I really want to do with this zone. Well, at least you can prepare for it. Yeah. Yeah, if we want to apply slash effect to a zone, is that going to be done through command blocks? Yeah, uh, you have to do it through a command block, either through button trigger, tripwire, that kind of thing. But um, or I think that's the one block I've never used. I can even have bosses issue a command on a player as well. Nice. Cool. But I don't think I can actually have a command issue on a boss. Oh, that'd be a great ability for a boss to use. Can you actually do negative uh, speed? Yeah, slow. Nice. So you could literally just make it so the players can't run away from certain bosses. I tried slow 40, and I was moving one block a minute. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It was bad. (laughs) That would make me slash kill so fast. I think a turtle was beating me. It was was great. (laughs) Slugs were just driving right by you. It was like a golf cart to a Porsche when it came to a slug next to me. Uh, all kinds of stuff we can do with a slash effect. Anything else, Dave? Or nope, that's it. I'm I'm not ready to give away any other of the nifty things I'm adding in. Well, maybe one more thing. Uh, Joe actually saw my ideas for chains, mm. and I'm not sure I'm in love with it. So if anybody figures out a new way to do a chain, like a very large chain. I'd like to see what people can come up with. Fair enough. Well, I like your chain. I'll get Mr. T on the phone. <laughs> uh, so, Mike, what have you been up to, man? Um, a fair amount before you yelled at me and told me to stop building. <laughs> I had uh, started work on a new area after placing the water temple on hiatus. I was getting annoyed with the water, and I kind of lost the uh, the spark that kind of went with it. So until I get that back, I'm not really doing much work on it. Uh, the new zone I've started, I'm calling Sun Temple, for lack of a better name, and I suck at naming things, really. Yeah, that's where, you, where, I, where I get involved. Yeah, I can't name crap. It's going to be based heavily around time of day or time of night through the use of light sensors. I was planning on having multiple rooms, and each room is connected depending on what time of day you're in it. So if you entered it at dawn, 
certain rooms would lead to different rooms, and if you were in the room during dusk, same room would lead to different areas. So depending on what time of day you go into it would heavily affect where you ended up going through the zone. I've been playing around a lot with light sensors and single player to see how they work, and I think I got a pretty good idea of how to do it. But then you told me to stop building and made me go playtest things. I'm such a horrible guy. You really are. I got to uh, relearn how much I suck at parkour and how much I hate Steven's cubes. I can't even get through the first one without actually cheating. Well, that's it. I quit. I love Steven's cubes. Oh, they're great cubes, but I completely and utterly suck at parkour and can't get through the first one. Except for the second room. That room can just burn. (laughs) I've never seen the second room. That's how much I suck. (laughs) I haven't even tried it. I'm kind of scared, too. Um, I got. I managed to get my first trophy by killing Alpha, so now I have Alpha's chew toy. <laughs> nice. And I got my first named piece of loot going through Boone's pirate area. I got Arg from one of the chests. <laughs> I love pirate's that best friend. Very nice. Very nice. Um, beyond that, I would just spend time uh, wandering around, helping players as needed. Uh, unlocking plots when they had the money to buy them, or stalking Widget during his live stream. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Yeah, you were uh, showing Shank around, and I was just stalking you and perching on places to watch you fight bosses. Um, last week, while well, you guys were at PAX, Mibs, Steven, Vinray, and I all got into an admin war on the server. Oh, God. Yeah, it was fun. We went around trying to find new and improved ways to kill each other. Um, I think Vinray's the only one who got through that fight without actually getting killed. He came in at the end and just started sniping people. <laughs> but yeah, Mibs figured out that he could change the game mode on other admins, so he changed me to a uh, survival and then teleported me into the air. <laughs> Unfor- yeah, I couldn't type fast enough to get myself back into creative before I landed and died. <laughs> in response, I uh, teleported down. I moved down into the... Uh, uh, what's the place called on the bottom of the world again? The Void? The Void, yeah. Yeah, I went down to the Void and dropped myself into the Void and teleported him down with me just before we both died. Nice. You guys yeah. should have filmed this. We probably should have. It was a lot of fun. That would have been fantastic. I would have liked to see it. I would have won because I would just put everybody up as high as I could put them and teleport to the console and then de-opt <laughs> every one of you. Yeah, well, you're, you know, you get to cheat. We had to find, we had to find new and improved ways to kill each other. Um, beyond that, we had a few uh, admin events. Most of them were hosted by Mibs. I just watched and gave suggestions. We had the Cowpocalypse event, where we spawned two of each cow in the arena and had players fight them. A little uh, overkill were... on that one. A little overkill. Yeah, we probably should have had less cows. Yeah. It took them a while to beat all <laughs> ten of the cows, or... Was it eight or ten? Eight. Eight. Yeah. You guys even put Piss Cow in there. Yeah, that was funny. He's not Two even them, really a true boss. <laughs> um, there was also the Captain TNT, and I think the other creeper boss is named Boom. Yeah. yeah they, they had two of those in the arena, players trying to fight them off. But the best event was the Under, under the Sea event, where we flooded the arena... Put five Squidward bosses. <laughs> yeah, Squidward. We put five of him there. in there, and then just let the players go at him. That's the fun thing th- about Squidward is he summons more squids, and I think he can turn invisible. 
He can. That was deadly. I'm not going to lie. I was there for that one. I spent most of that event going around finding dry places where players could try and snipe at them and then moving players out of the way and blocking off the dry areas. <laughs> Which I think uh, angered 47 quite a bit. Oh, well. Squidward is another one of those little um, Easter egg bosses I put in the game. If you know SpongeBob SquarePants, you know, obviously, Squidward. And his trophy is a sponge block named uh, SpongeBob. Nice. Nah. So, yeah. Too bad uh, you can't give him a villager nose. <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I had to give him, like, one of those, um, what is he using? I forgot the musical instrument he plays. It would be fantastic. Or some paintings on the wall. Anyway. So yeah, you had a, a pretty eventful week. I have I have seen you on a lot more than normal this week. It was it was actually quite nice. Yeah, me and Mibs got into a fight over my particular perch that I've set up in spawn the spawn. He's got perch envy, so he keeps trying to find new ways to mess with me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mibs, I I had to tell him to please stop using Doombringer arrows because he was killing players with them. By mistake. Yeah, if they, if they wouldn't leave the uh, arena fast enough so we could reset the uh, arena, he'd start shooting Doombringer arrows at him. Even before that, he was doing it out in the world, and it's like, oh, come on, Steve, really? <laughs> no, Steve, sorry, not Steve. Mibs. <clears throat> I've never seen a Doombringer arrow, so I'm kind of, I have no idea what that even does. It does a 20 radius of fire, explosions, and... Lightning. Lightning. Lots of lightning. All at the same time. Real lightning. You don't so much as see a Doombringer as simply die from the effects of the Doombringer. It blows out your eardrums, yeah. That sounds pretty intense. I've never actually fired one. I'm actually uh, going to have to probably take those out of the game because they do cause Java errors every time one is fired. That's not good. Every time any special arrow is fired. The only thing is, though, I might just take off the actual like lightning arrow, fire arrow, and keep the uh, critical effect. It's one thing I do enjoy about that, that I'm able to do is add critical effects to the bow. So you have a chance to get a crit or a massive crit. And a massive crit does double bow damage. Yeah, there's a few things quite as fun as seeing the massive crit pop up as you're sniping a boss. Oh, yeah. And you can see it go from, like, 30% down to 20% in one shot. <laughs> hey, Joe. Hey, Dave. It looks like uh, Steven's riddle has already been solved for this week. Wow. Pinum one did it. <laughs> uh, uh, one person he threatened to kill. I think that's a record. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Pi has messaged uh, Steven yet and told him that he solved the riddle. That would be funny. Alright, so we got more stuff to talk about, and one of them is your last piece of news, Dave. Yes, the last piece of news talks about the uh, Minecraft Realms. They have officially announced it, as well as gone into it a little bit, discussing what it is. This is what they say from uh, straight from Mojang. Hey, hey, we've received a bunch of questions about Minecraft Realms... Here's an attempt to answer most of them. A select group of players now have access to Minecraft Realms Limited Alpha Test. Minecraft Realms is a service designed to let players play on a server together with minimal setup and will be available to public later this year. 
will this change the way I play Minecraft? Nothing will change regarding how you create, set up, or host servers today. Minecraft Realm is an additional service of hosting service hosting servers for those who want it. Nothing is mandatory. How can I get into the realm's <clears throat> closed alpha? You can't yet. Sorry, it's private invite only thing. Keep an eye on this blog for more info. In fact, we when it comes open to public, we will we will announce it here on the show as well. Mm-hmm. How much does it cost? They say we're not sure yet. It will be a subscription service. One subscription equals one server. Only the host needs to pay. The host can invite whitelist friends to play on his or her server. How many players can play together? This is not confirmed yet. During the closed alpha, we've set the limit to 10 players to to test out our system. What is the, the Minecraft Pocket Realms? It is the mobile version of our Realm service. Next question is, how much will Pocket Realms cost? Again, we're not sure yet. It will be a subscription service. One subscription, again, one server. Only the host needs to pay. To pay. The host can invite whitelist friends to pay, play on his or her server. Same same deal. How do I buy a Pocket Realms subscription? Realm subscriptions will be available in an in-game app purchase within Minecraft Pocket Edition. You'll need to log in to your Mojang account to use the service. If you don't have an account, you'll be asked to create one. They say, this is all the info we have right now. We'll keep you updated as things develop. Have a nice day. And this is from Daniel at Capiche. You know, this is uh, this tells me that maybe that uh, Minecraft app to go online is useless because it looks like they're going to be opening it up for online play anyway. Yep. Looks like it. This is a cool little idea. I know the servers are going to be vanilla Minecraft, which basically means just Minecraft the way it is now in single player, non-modded. Just straight Minecraft, which you want to only do that with friends only, because you're gonna otherwise you're gonna run into some major griefing issues. Do not want to make this as a public server. Well, I think that's why it seems like it's gonna have a whitelist only type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Do you but think that there might be? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it, it's nice that they're including this for people who aren't, you know, server savvy. That they're just gonna be able to open up a server for all their friends to have it always on. That That's not a bad thing. No, it's actually a really good idea. Um, what I was going to say was, do you think that the Minecraft, because uh, they say they don't know what the limit's going to be right now. They have it at 10. Do you think that they're probably going to charge different prices for larger server, like, caps? That's actually something I was just thinking about, and I don't see why they wouldn't do it. Like, doing different packages based on, like, player limit. Like maybe five players being the minimum, fifty players maximum, that kind of thing. I guess that's what they're trying to do is just test load balancing right now. I could definitely see them doing a tiered, like a ten person per tier. My only worry is would they be able to translate it up to the next tier easily in case you have an eleventh guy want to come into your server? It is very easy to do, in fact, Dave. Well, then I it's, hope they can do it easily as well. It's one word on the main server script that changes your maximum limit. Well, good. Yeah, so there you go. Any other questions, comments, gentlemen? I'm good for me. All right, let's get into the fun part of the show, unless I just cut somebody off. All right, cool. 
I did do a live stream last night showing off our server to a lot of people who never even played Minecraft. And in fact, I had a guest with me in Skype. Shank the Tank was with me, and he never really played Minecraft. In fact, what little he saw of it, he hated it. So I showed him our server. And let's just say by the end of it, he was going crazy. This is so awesome. I've, I didn't expect it to be like this, and this is... I had to keep on explaining to him, this is not your typical Minecraft. Our server really isn't even close to typical Minecraft. But I did explain Minecraft to him and how it works, showed him my texture pack, he's a big graphics buff. And by the end of it, I think he was almost ready to even buy the Minecraft just to play on the server. <laughs> so that was that was a win for me, having Shank really get into it and enjoying the, the stream last night. If you're listening, Shank, it was fun. It was fun to do that. And you can even go to our Twitch.tv account, which is twitch.tv forward slash questgamingnetwork. If you go to the videos tab, you can see that live stream if you're curious about our server. And listen to me and Shane going crazy, and I show them different things about servers. I fight bosses and get owned and good stuff like that. So, server stuff. I have two weeks of stuff to go over, so bear with me. Many of the bosses were nerfed due to poning too many players in the um, Heine. So, we, I went through, and after playing on my secret character and testing these bosses for myself, realized, yeah, too powerful. So, I went back and changed different elements of different bosses, whether it be lowering their hit points a little bit here and there, or changing their armor, because their they're full set of four-tier of uh, enchanted diamond armor was preventing only was only allowing 10% of damage to go through, making that 1,000 hit point boss seem like 8,000, or 100,000. Anyway, regardless, I went through and I think about, I'm going to say at least 65% of the bosses were affected by this. Uh, a lot of them were in Dan's last area he built. All three of those bosses were nerfed. Uh, we nerfed a few more all over the place. None of them were touched in Reaper's area, though. Those were not nerfed. Well, we already nerfed Reaper. We had to. He was unbeatable. And we were doing what? Like 1% damage to him? Yeah. yeah. Give or take. So, that was done. We have a new... We have a few new areas that were opened up, thanks to Mibs and Steve. Uh, Mibs got a new snow area with some crazy fights. And let me see, I have something here for that, too. Where is it? Here it is. Oh, wait, no. That's not it. Here it is. You are welcome! There's a bite called a fight called malfunction, M A L F U N C H or C K. Anyway, he's funny. He's an iron golem and he does some really really screwy stuff in a major phase fight. A lot of fun to check him out. He's crazy. He surprises you where he could be easy sometimes because he malfunctions, and other times he can be insanely hard when he's coming at you at speed six as an iron golem. You can't hide. Another boss I added to it was a new type of boss I, I experimented with that turned out to be pretty good, and that's the Sheep Snowflake that uh, morphs, of, morphs into other animals as you fight it. <laughs> yeah, that this is, I think, my new favorite <laughs> boss of yours. That's <laughs> crazy. If you, have, if you want to if you want to try out a really crazy fight, fight go find Snowflake in the, uh, the frozen area that Mibs did. It's the path to it is if you go to Safe Haven, 
and go to the path towards the breeder grounds. It's an offshoot from that pathway. And there's a sheep roaming around called Snowflake. He morphs into a chicken, a pig, a cow, and then a painted cow. And each phase does different things. They each have different names. Like Fat Snow is the pig. You get the idea. So that whole area was a lot of fun. There's four bosses in it, and it's kind of crazy. Snowflake's a fun, fun fight. We've tested him a few times in the arena. Speaking of which, we have a new admin arena. Oh yeah, baby. We set up an arena where admins can literally do all kinds of weird, screwy stuff that Lesnar was just talking about. With a Squidward and all that kind of stuff. The door is locked unless we do an event, and we usually give you guys like a 5-10 minute warning that we're going to do an event. We wait until there's enough people on to make it worthwhile. We put Reaper in that arena, and he was the first time he was beaten, and I'm going to tell you guys something. I timed the fight. How long it took. Six people to beat Reaper. You guys ready for this? It took one hour and eight minutes. Oh wow. my god. So, he's he's a nightmare. <laughs> and in his environment, he's even worse. We've done a whole bunch of weird fights. Like, we do a lot of boss testing there as well. If we have any curious, like, I had to, I tested Snowflake there, and it, sure, sure enough, I made some mistakes and had to fix them a few times before we got them working right. But, uh, so if you want to check out the admin arena, it's a blast right off of blocklessness. And there's a chest in there that's the arena chest, loot chest. And it has three sets of armor that you can get. It has the blue quality. Again, the server has green, blue, purple, and orange as your tiers. So uncommon, rare, ultra rare, and legendary. It has a blue set called the fighter set, which is made out of chain. It has a purple set made out of iron, which is the warrior set. And it has a legendary set made out of diamond called the uh, gladiator set. And the gladiator set for one piece is an 8% chance or less or between 8 and 6% I love that chest so much it can only be looted once every 5 days so if you loot it you have to wait 5 days to loot it again and not only that you have to wait for an admin event after 5 days yeah it has I did a, get huh? the orange helmet though nice I put uh, two epic weapons purple quality one's called pew pew the bow, and I'm surprised at how many people have found it. I think it's been found four times, and it has a 10% drop rate, and a sword called the Slayer, and that's been found like twice, I think. But anyway, I got both those. You are a lucky person. <laughs> wow. I, I hate you. I've looted it twice on my my hidden character, and I've gotten one orange piece once. The rest are all blue items, and of course, there's it drops regular diamond and stuff like that. Speaking of loot chests. I have found a way to where I have now random enchanted items in many of the new chests, including the the very basic chest, the Angel's Gift, right in the middle of town. It has a you have a ten percent chance of getting a stone sword with a random enchant. So what I do is I can set different like okay I want to put iron sword in this chest I want to have a random enchantment, and I'll put it in there and you can either just get an, a regular iron sword with no enchantment or you can have literally four or five enchants on it. If you're really super lucky. I did that. I added bows to the factory loot chest that have a random enchant. So many of the different chests around areas have random enchants. I even included tools for people who have plots. 
for instance, um, the loot chests that you can find in Tiny's Island have a chance of giving you um, a random enchanted iron pickaxe or a diamond pickaxe if you're really lucky. What do you guys think of that? I thought that was a great idea. So if you get a... Probably st- huh? Oh, sorry. No, it's cool. Go ahead. I was about to say, I should probably go uh, chest hunting, you know? I get that question a lot. Of well, The big question we get every time is, okay, I just killed Bully Bob, now what do I do? I have to tell him every time, go find loot chests. If you don't feel like you're equipped enough to handle a boss, go go explore. Go find loot chests and have fun. That's the best way to do it. You can get some good bows from the archery, which I even included random enchanted bows in the archery as well. So just yeah. go out there, explore, and have fun. What was that? I've suggested a couple occasions people go check out my uh, stone maze because there's only one area where there's an actual mob spawner and a boss, and that's at the very end. And there are three chests in there, so if you can find them, you can get some good loot with minimal danger, assuming you don't fall into the death traps. Yeah, exactly. I have, I have like three or four full-size chests just full of loot. The, the uh, thing that makes me want to go to a loot chest is the emons I get because a lot of the stuff is, is like awesome sets of armor, but you can't really sell it. You, you, you want to keep it because you go through so much armor boss fighting. Oh yeah, you do. <laughs> well, that's, that was my big actually. That was my big inspiration for doing the arena loot chest and having such good gear being available for it because people were breaking their armor left and right trying to kill bosses. You go take on Reaper, you're going to go through a set of purple quality armor before you get him halfway down. So that's why we added the arena chest was for that purpose and also for just for fun. Um, that's, also, well, that's why I've also added a whole bunch of areas. And yeah, so the emons, most of the loot chests do offer a certain range of emons that you that you can get for opening a chest, emons being the server currency. Um, normally it's set between 1 and 25 is the average. So every time you loot it, you'll get between 1 and 25 emons, depending on what loot chest it is. The at the arena one has the highest value set between 20 and 50. All right. I never know how much I get, because I always get a weird message when I yeah. open it up. One of the mods I used to help make that stuff happen changed their color coding system to a weird funky symbol instead of the, the standard and symbol for color coding. So like when in Minecraft it's like and and six or, or and and five equals purple. Well, they changed that. So what you're seeing is that funny symbol in six. The number after six is the amount that you got. Okay. Okay, that makes sense then. In order for me to go to those numbers then. When I, in order for me to fix that problem, I have to literally go back into the the entire code on their in their documents and change each individual line with that funky, stupid symbol. I have to do like Shift Alt and A twice or something like that. Oh yeah, going through code like that would just be that would just I, I wouldn't want you to have to do that. Well, that's why it still looks funky. <laughs> Uh, let me see here. New raid boss has been added to the world in honor of our lost host. The boss name is Emerald Wizard. He was working on an area out in the desert that never got finished. So <laughs> what I did is I blocked off a section of this really awesome room that he was building and put a direct path, direct tunnel to it so you can fight the Emerald Wizard in there. It is a raid boss and it sucks if you're not prepared. It was chaos. Hmm? Bring Derek back. Take away Dan. <laughs> Come on, Dave. <laughs> you know you love me. 
I extended move fields to there's a big gap between starter bosses and more advanced bosses. So I expanded move fields out to the desert and added two new bosses. Boom is one of them, as well as Sniper. And they are low-level bosses that drop green to blue-quality gear. So you can go out there, check them out. Pretty fun fights. Boom will drive you crazy sometimes, but he's fun. I like Sniper. That's He, he drops a good bow, too. He's fairly simple if you do it with a bow. If you try to do a melee, he can be a little, more, a little bit more of a pain. But they were meant to be easy for a reason. Uh, let me see here. Golden App. Okay, we adjusted prices in, on various things for sale to better adjust the economy. Uh, we added the Golden Apple, which is a shop in town to buy, so you can buy and sell Golden Apples and Enchanted Golden Apples. We lowered the price of the Enchanted Golden Apple by 100 emen, so 150 now. And they are expensive, but they are very, very worth it. You become pretty much immune for almost three minutes. Especially if you fight a boss that uses fire, those things are priceless. So at least 30 seconds, you are fully immune. Check it out. Go for it. Um, both are very critical for some boss fights, especially the higher end ones, if you have a low amount of people with you. We added diamond armor for sale in the armory in Blocklessness. We now encourage people to tell anyone they want the server IP for the Adventure server. So if you... Also, we had another big question I've been getting is, are we allowed to... Are, are players allowed to record on the server? Yes. By all means, go ahead. Just give us credit. And you can even tell them the IP address if you choose. The IP address, I'm actually going to say it live on the air. 67.240.183.194.25567. Put that in on the multiplayer section as a server, and you're right in. No whitelist required. This is a moment in history. The IP was said over the podcast. That's the last time I'm going to do it. <laughs> and we'll still get people wondering where it is. Otherwise, just oh, go. Of course. Yeah. She's telling me about it. Otherwise, you can go to minecraftoutherecord.com, go to the servers tab, and it's right there. And like, like Aaron mentioned, we do have a new ar- archery arena near the arena, new archery area near the arena with a parkour area that will drive you nuts. Death Race was added in game thanks to Vin and Mibs. The place looks really, really cool. I hate it. I did get to watch you try and cheat your way through it. I had to try to cheat my way through it because it sucked. I will forever hate Silverfish because of that. <laughs> I could not get past that room. Uh, I could not stop laughing watching you try to fight off those Silverfish. Trying to get that I- stupid button to get through the door while Silverfish are knocking you back. <laughs> After the first time that I saw that room with the Silverfish, I did my best to get past it, but now I won't go into that death race ever again. I freaking hate silverfish with a passion. They just creep me out. So yeah, if you're lucky enough to actually make it through Death Race, there is a loot chest there for you to go and enjoy. It's uh, linked to the parkour loot chest, which is one of the favorite ones actually on the server from people. Uh, let me see here. Guild Cap is now in effect. It's a 20-man maximum. Uh, the guild, Dan's guild actually, came to dig, is immune to that because when we issued the, the guild max, they already were over 20 people. So they are allowed to keep the people that were invited during that change, but they cannot invite anybody new until they go under 20 people. Now, it does not auto-stop you from inviting 20 people. However, the admins do always check 
the guild size. And if we see a guild go over 20 maximum, that guild will be disbanded. So don't do it. Simple. Um, you see here, Total Rage Against Bucket already did that. Oh, we added player shops to the game. So there is a space next to the condos where you can go and buy a shop and open up your store and let players come in and buy goodies from you. I know a couple of people have done that. Um, I know eGuard has two shops. I believe yours, Dan, has a shop. It'd be nice yeah. if eGuard would actually use the big shop that they bought instead of just sitting on it not using it for anything. Yeah, they're using the small one down below to do it. eGuard is under investigation for the amount of emins that they earn. <laughs> Server stats. This is some, a little bit of fun tidbits. I didn't do too many today. We have over 180 players have logged in at some point. Mm. Bully Bob has been killed 270 times. Oh, oh, wait, wow. wait, 271. <laughs> um, I almost feel bad for him. It's nuts. Uh, let me see here. Over 1,300 bread has been bought. Guilty as charged. Uh, what other stats do I have here? Um, the loot chest for Pirate Cove has been looted approximately 267 times. Oh, wow. The <laughs> loot chest for Angel in the Star Town has been looted less. Go figure. <laughs> of all well, things. Probably because there are more chests linked to that loot table in the pirate area than there is just that one Angel chest. Oh, good point. The, uh, well, plus, I don't even bother uh, looting Angel's chest anymore just because the stuff I get from it doesn't even seem worth it uh, now that I have all this better gear. I, I do it for the Amons, and uh, if somebody join, uh, if somebody in my guild doesn't have any armor, I can just give them the uh, leather armor or the chain armor that I get from it. The most looted chest in the game currently is the archery chest. Which, that's the reason is, I guess there's seven, no, six different archery chests that are all on the same loot table. They can all be looted and they, the way that the timer works, it's only dependent on the chest itself not the loot system. So if you go into like for instance Pirate Cove has two different chests you can loot both of them at any time but as soon as you loot one of the chests it will lock itself for eight hours or six hours for Pirate Cove and you can still go lock the other one and do the other one and it will set its own timer once you open it. So loot chests have their own timers based on their uh, their loot table. Some of them like up to five days for like the arena. Uh, any other? Do you guys have any questions about any of the stats on the server? I have a whole bunch written down. I'm not sure what I want to actually talk about. All right, I guess not. Tons and toss. Of, um, I actually try to count total bosses killed on the server, and I stopped at about 700. Wow. Well, how many bosses do we have now? Over 50. We currently have 58. So it, it's a big difference from what it was last time. Are there any bosses that haven't been killed yet? Yes. Uh, Doug, Reaper, the two bosses in the Sky Castle, the Bat, and I forgot whether one was the Wither Skeleton. Yep. Um, there is one from Vin's new area I don't believe has been defeated. No, wait, no, they both have. Yeah, they've actually been fought. They've been killed six times each. Has anyone killed Miramax since he's been altered? Um, yes, Miramax was killed once, and he was killed on f Saturday afternoon. Actually, I was part of the I was part of the team that did it. Impressive. 
It took six of us a good, I want to say, 30 to 40 minutes to kill him. Yeah, it was a long fight. He's a, yeah. You were there? Yes. Cool. I don't remember everybody that was there. Uh, we redid death messages. So there's new death messages in the game. And one of my favorite ones is pulling a Dan. Best death message ah, ever. <laughs> God. We did also redid the login and log out messages. I had to do a slash kill, and it gave me the uh, I pulled a Dan, and now everyone does. Now everyone will probably think I don't know how to eat, but but j- just so everyone knows, I had to slash kill myself. I'm just putting that out there. See, the funny thing is, is that the slash kill command does it random depending on the different. It does a random kill or death message, which is annoying as sin. Because the forgot to eat one, the Dan one is for is set to only starvation, so eh. Slash kill can be funky. Anyway, me and Mibs went through the main village and redid all the lighting in town and made it auto-lighting using the light sensors. At, when we were doing the construction work, we were invisible and people were seeing nothing but holes appear all over town to where there was hardly any grass left. So it was fun. Um, NPCs are broken until further notice, thanks to 1.5.1. Rumble. Yeah. You just got them working again and boom, gone. And that's your server updates. There's a lot more that I did and other um, admins did over the last couple weeks, but I totally forgot. So hopefully I'll remember and give up to you guys next week. Well, guys, uh, that looks like it's about it. Have I missed anything, Dave? No, emails. We got two emails that came in to us. One from Comax, and he says, I would love to take on on Tundrum again. Can I have Tundrum? Pretty, pretty, please. Tundrum. You're truly Comax. Oh, he had actually had a very, very, very long email about suggestions and such. I just didn't want to read it all over the air. But actually, Comax, really good suggestions. I actually am looking at them. Um, Some of them don't make sense. Some of them make a lot of sense. And as for Mount Tundrum, maybe. Just maybe. Uh, Dan, no, Dave. Why don't you get email one, buddy? Yes. This email comes in from Barfing. says, hey, guys, mainly Joe. I was wondering if there was much server lore between Antonok and New Antonok and what New Antonok previously was because over spring break during a two day trip I sp- I started to write some fan fiction and that tells how Reaper and all the new players and Angel got there and all that and I was also telling a bit what it was like but I was just wondering what was the lore thanks perfect well, let me see if I can summarize it. It's actually broken up into different pieces between the three different servers. Um, the beginning story of the ghosts, actually, and how Reaper came to be, is on the server. Or on our website at minecraftoffrecord.com. You can go up to the, the story of the ghosts tab and read it. But basically, after Reaper murdered Angel and Doug, spoiler alert there, he too was killed along with his son. Oh, I'm sorry, Angel and Casper, the good people. Uh, his Reaper and his son Doug were also slain by the Lord of the Underworld. They found a portal to Antnock, and trying to regain his his bodily form, Reaper was out to steal the souls of the players of the New World. Um, he did succeed. And wound up destroying that world. I'm doing this paraphrasing here in a, in a nutshell. There's a lot more to it. 
you wound up destroying the world and moved on to the next of the seven stars. There are seven stars in this universe, and New Antinoch is what he came to, and is where he is currently trying to slay everybody. Angel followed as well as Casper. Angel was way too weak, and her last bit of effort laid a protection around Blocklessness Village. Um, Casper is in the story, but I'm not going to reveal his story yet. Reaper is in the process of trying to take over all of New Antinoch by summoning the underworld boss himself, Missive. And you can find different elements of that story all over the ser- server in books, just like uh, uh, Aaron mentioned. Uh, did I miss anything, guys, you, that you know of? I think that was enough. Okay. <laughs> so that's... Um, that was, it, go ahead. it may not be official, but on questgamingcommunity.com, under the Minecraft section, we do have a fanfic by ZZ Corrode, which I also like. Yeah, it's not official, but it it's not official. But we do love it. He did extremely good job. It's really good to check out. All right, that's about it. Don't forget our other show, Elder Scrolls Off the Record, to record every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. If you're really interested in the Elder Scrolls Online or any of the Elder Scrolls games, go ahead and check it out, guys. It is a fun show to do. As always, we record this show, Minecraft Off the Record, every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern in our streaming channel found at twitch.tv slash questgamingnetwork alrighty final thoughts gentlemen I have a lot more work to do on the server and come on bucket slash effect really um my final thoughts has to be can we please wrap up the show so I can get back to working on my build (laughs) right okay Dan uh I just gotta say that I have to learn JavaScript so after this uh after this show, I'll be doing that. And not being on a server, ever. And Mike? Um, I'd just like to remind people, you're only allowed one chest in the uh, storage area off of Blockleness. If I find you have more, I will destroy your other chests and you will lose gear. One person has already lost three chests worth of gear. Don't let that happen to you as well. If you're running out of storage, buy a condo. There's plenty of chests in there. It's just People trying to take, like, four of them at a time. Annoying yeah. me. Aaron? Um, I have a condo, and I could probably work out some way you can rent a chest if you need it. So, <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> well, advertising on the air. <laughs> He's a wily businessman. Uh, but, um, no, uh, if someone can give me a... Uh, if someone wants to go on some raids, I haven't been on a really big raid except for the one with a widget on Saturday, so... Definitely would like to do some of those. So get online, people, and let's uh, let's take out some bosses. All righty, how to reach us, Dave? Yes, you can reach us at minecraftofftherecord.com or send us in an email at minecraftofftherecord at gmail.com. If you'd like to be whitelisted or like to report any server issues, send those emails into mcotr server team at gmail.com you can find all of our great shows at questgamingnetwork.com also remember to visit our forums at questgamingcommunity.com in game you can find joe at widget or on his secret character at it it you can find me at d-w-m-t-e-r-y not dimitri 
DWM Terry. You can find our still. You can find Dan at Boontini B O O N T I N I. You can find Michael at Lasnod. That's two L's. Snod. You can find Aaron at Macardia. Twitter. You can find us at Minecraft OTR. Send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. You can check out Quest Gaming. That's at Quest Gaming. We tweet out exactly when we go on air, so you can keep up with us like that. Joe, you can bother him at <laughs> the widget. I love bothering him at the widget. It, it's awesome. W-I-G-I-T, no D. Yes, the W-I-G-I-T, the W-I-G-I-T. All right, you can find me at Force. D-I-E-N Force <laughs> Thank you, Joe. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, get rid of this one. That was well-timed. You can <laughs> you can find Dan at Boone underscore Teeny whenever he's not being hacked and telling you how to lose a bunch of weight. <laughs> I fixed it. I swear I fixed it. You this got time. hacked twice in a week. How the hell do you do that? I anyway, you can find Mike at Lasnad. That's L L A S N A D. Aaron, do you want to give a, a Twitter account? Uh, yeah, sure. You can find me at Macardia. M A K A R D I A. I want to thank you for joining us, both of you today, Mike and Aaron. It was fantastic having you on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. All right, guys. No problem. Minecraft Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with the Earth Network. And I just want to say, keep on building, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Shadow hide you. <laughs> Bye, everybody. See you next week. Farewell and die for our enjoyment on the server. Have a great day, everybody. <laughs>